0: How can you make a difference in a child's life, even when you're busy? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Come on. Well, that's the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. This is the Dark Horse Entrepreneur. Oh, yeah. My name is Tracy Brickman. What is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your daily dose of thinking of the kids learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brickman, and you... Well, that's infinitely more important, as you know. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with yet another daily success episode coming to you straight from Dark Horse HQ as we dive deep into success with actionable advice, tips and steps designed to help you level up your game because we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards your goal every single day. I want to do a a brief shift here today because I want to chat about the kids. I think our children, whether they're your children, my children, or someone else's child, um, are very important to our future. And I think giving to the kids is something we have to continue to do. I mean, I'm, you know, plus 50, and I'm still trying to give to the kids, be they my kids or any other uh, kid I cross paths with. And, I, and I, I'm a bit passionate about that, Because I guess statistically speaking, I personally probably should be in jail or dead or homeless. Given some of the things I did in my early years, um, I was lucky enough, uh, apparently I was uh, the child of a set of parents that didn't care for me that much. And uh, my the the man and woman I come to know as mom and dad adopted me or, or used to babysit me way back when when I was an infant and uh, my mom the lady I call mother, and always will, uh, fell in love with me, and, you know, saw the circumstances I was in with my biological parents, and wanted to take me out of that, and went through a pretty rigorous adoption process, I think that took until I was, I want to say three or four, as this story I've heard goes, and uh, made me theirs, and raised me as theirs, of course, right, Um, but told me that they chose me, that I was loved, and that, you know, when I, when and if I ever wanted to know about my biological parents, all I had to do was ask. So, you know, there's a, a, a different spin. So many people are like, oh, my parents don't love me. Well, I knew my parents loved me, and I still made some stupid decisions as a youngster. You know, uh, starting to do, uh, hang around the wrong folks, maybe uh, stealing a thing here or two there and to try and correct my actions, you know, to go, went into the military to get back into the environment I had grown up because my father was in the military and which was very helpful. But when I got out, you know, um, as you all know, I uh, started a little computer pro- programming thing down in Southern California, which turned out to be successful, but that led to my path of drugs. I would say that led. Next the next series of actions I took led down a path of getting hooked on um, drugs in the, in the streets of California. So the business falls by the wayside. Business of doing drugs and selling and taking uh, becomes the new business of choice. So I guess you could say, once again, statistically speaking, I should be dead, in jail, or, or homeless. But all along the way, The one thing that ever made a difference was a caring adult. I can remember in the mid-70s, we had uh, to fly. We were living in Bavaria in Germany. My dad was stationed there. And uh, my father's father, my grandfather, uh, took ill. Um, I think he was having one of his legs amputated due to some acute diabetes issues. And we flew out to uh, To Minnesota, and we stayed with family, and my dad, uh, we took like 30 days leave, and my dad was trying to get uh, transferred out to a local base so he could be close to his family. So during that time, it, while he was waiting for his transfer to be approved, um, I began going to school while living with my cousins. And needless to say, the, uh, the army didn't approve the transfer, sadly, so we moved back to Germany. And uh, so I go start going back to school there. And shortly after that, I'm getting to the point here. <laughs> shortly after that, my mom's father takes ill, and so you know, with everything's going on, my dad had to take emergency leave, and they weren't unable to take me with them. And uh, so, and it was nothing for me to be a latchkey kid. i have been a latchkey kid um, quite a bit. I was old enough to take care of myself, you know. Um, Fairly responsible, use, as you could say, and so mom and dad, you know, fly to back to the United States, and I'm still going to school. We lived off base, um, and you know, as much as I wanted to say oh, I handled it very well, I was still a kid, right? You know, I still had these things going on inside my head. I was still scared for my grandpa, and mom and dad were gone, and they were going to be gone for at least two weeks, which every kid dreams of, but there's always those fear factors. Um, but I have this amazing teacher, my English teacher, Mrs. Swanson. Here I am, 50 plus years old, and I can still remember her name because she had that kind of impact. She engaged with me. She paid attention. She saw my fears um, and so, you know, just started asking questions. Hey, what kind of things do you like to do? What kind of this? And she learned my penchant for sci-fi and fantasy. So she should see, She suggested a book by Ray Bradbury called The Tattooed Man. Probably one of the most impactful books I've read in, um, in my early years, um, I won't tell you what it's all about because I'm already seven minutes in here. I haven't gotten to the points yet. Um, but it was that one caring adult that made that scary time for me far less scary. And she did that by just taking a few minutes out of her day, which she would have been doing anyway. But she, you know, came over to me and paid attention. Um, and, and that's, you know, if you have the ability, and we all do, you can make a difference even if you're busy. And there's really only like three things you need to do, right? The first thing is to identify, right? And there's so many out there that could use your help. There are kids out there that are looking like they might be from successful families and doing well that could still use your help. And so step one, just identify them. If you see one that's looking a little off by themselves or whatever, whatever flag catches your attention, right? well then step in and find out what they're into, right? Spend time doing what matters to them because they matter to you, right? Invest the time um, that will lead to influential conversations. Heck, invest the time that'll just lead to a conversation. Sometimes, just showing that you care enough to sit down and chat with them about what matters to them can have such a huge impact and um, the next thing you got to remember is do not get discouraged sometimes you might start investing time and i know i've done this and you're just thinking to yourself it's not working i'm not getting through to them one of the things to remember is uh, kids spelled trust t-i-m-e right they've probably had adults that have come in and out of their lives uh time and time again. Uh so if you're in there and you're investing that time and you keep showing you're willing to learn about them, then the T R U S T begins to develop. Now mind you, I am no psychologist. I'm I'm just I'm telling the story from my side, being the kid, you know, and that person that took the time for me. And that's just one example with Miss Swanson. You know, of course I had others later on in life that helped me correct my course. And here's the thing. And I, if I think back every time that I didn't have, um, I, I'll call it a trusted adult, a trusted um, person of authority, right? That I would look up to. If I didn't have that kind of person around that I could talk to, yeah, I acted out. The, the uh, For me, I think things had to come out one way or another. I either had to have someone I could trust that I could talk to, or I had to let it out via action. And I think the last little note here, and this comes from some recent experiences from my eldest daughter who's now in her 30s, uh, where she shared a poem she had written for me back when she was 16 and uh, more recently she has gone back to college and she's taken this lit class and one of her assignments was to look back and you know just kind of write about things and uh, i can't remember the exact specific assignment but one of the things she wrote about was how some of the words of wisdom i had uh, shared with her back when she was young still rings in her ears today and one of those words of wisdom uh, was about you know when you fail it's it, like you hear me say here all the time it's feedback you know she she would come home with a bad grade it wasn't about oh you could have done better you know it wasn't about browbeating about attaining a higher level it was about okay let's take a look at what answers you got right we know we're good there and what answers you got wrong i i guess at the end of the day it was um, my way of saying, I see your potential. I want you to see your potential. You're not a problem. There's an opportunity. And we take that opportunity to learn about, oh, well, you got this one wrong. What's the right answer? You know, oh, you got this one wrong. Why do you think happened? And so forth and so on. And let me, let me tell you, it was, it was, it was pretty powerful, um, the poem she wrote actually brought me to tears and uh (laughs) and then uh obviously the more recent um assignment where she was sharing how words of wisdom i passed on to her when she was you know in elementary and in high school and you're sitting there thinking did my words ever get through and you come to find out you know almost 20 years later that not only did they get through but they're helping to guide her in a positive direction now okay I feel good. So, you know, it's, it's really important whenever you're able to, and maybe even sometimes when you're not able to, to make yourself able to take time and give back. And I know I did an episode about how entrepreneurs give back in so many ways. Well, here's your way as a person to give back, right? Just take time and see how you can make a difference in one kid's life. All right. Take the time and be there. Let them know you can not only see them, but you can see under the surface of what may be their troubles. You can see everything that they can be and let them know they can be amazing. Be that one caring adult that makes all the difference in their life. All right, a little different episode today. I think it's one of the cool things about having a medium like this is being able to share with you um, where things are going. And for me, I think part of being a successful person, an successful entrepreneur, is help others along their way, even the kids. All right. Now, tomorrow, we're going to continue on our a path of what successful people are doing, and we're going to share with you some things that confident successful people are doing that I think you should be doing too. All right, my Dark Horse friends and family, I know you want to keep getting all these daily tips, so make sure you're going down there and yeah, yep, hit that subscribe button while you're there. Drop us a five-star rating and leave us some kind words in the review. Heck, I don't even care if they're kind words. If you're like, dude, what are you talking about kids for? I don't care. Go ahead and drop that in there too, all right? And then come over and hang out with us in the Facebook group, and maybe I can share with you why I'm saying these things. Go to Facebook.com. Go to the search bar up there and hit Dark Horse Tribe, and that should take you right there. If for some reason that's not working, go to your favorite web browser. Type in DarkHorseSchooling.com backslash dark horse tribe, all one word. That should take you right there. I look forward to getting to know you inside the Facebook group. All right, you get out there. You run your race. You get your results and come on over to the Facebook group and let me hear about them. Until tomorrow, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.